listening to Downworlder Dish, a Shadowhunter Chronicles podcast. <laughs> what what is this? Is is that because you f- <gasps> Did it Facebook just AI you? <gasps> no. <gasps> oh, They're that's creepy. That, that is creepy. Wait, do you have to do a okay. gen? Do you have to- <gasps> oh my god! Do you have to do a gen a Gen Z heart or something? Is that I can't do him. What's a Gen Z heart? It's where you use That's a four-leaf It's clover. a gang sign. <laughs> it's where you use yeah. these fingers or something. Okay, for those of you oh. tuning in and expecting a show, we're so sorry. Um, we are on Facebook Messenger like FaceTime, uh, when we record. And Robin did a thumbs up and the whatever AI recognition fucking overlord is watching us did like an emoji thumbs up. And then we started doing hearts and we're horrified and living in a real life episode of Black Mirror. Yeah. 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 (laughs) I wonder if I make a funny face. Like, I don't know what a Black Mirror is, but it's that show on Netflix. No. Yeah. I only got through one episode. It's like a Twilight Zone. Like, modern Twilight Mm -hmm. Zone. Or two episodes. It's like Nightmare Fuel is what you're saying. Yes. That's exactly what it is. Like, there's this, like, one really, like, famous episode where um, people are, like, rated. Like, you as an individual have, like, a social rating. Kind of like Uber or whatever. Yeah, fun until you can't, like, get a job or a house or whatever because your social readings like like it it gets you should try to be nicer (laughs) yeah that's like wasn't that a a music video in the 90s like bittersweet symphony or something where it had like how much time they had left i think yeah and their lives above their head i vaguely remember i don't think that was the song being on a justin timberlake watching something on like fuse box or something (laughs) yeah yeah, the box. The yeah. box. The box. That's what it was. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't there a Justin Timberlake movie where like you use time as currency yes, and stuff? time. It's crazy. Oh, uh-huh. yes. I, where Olivia Wilde is his mom. Yeah. I was gonna spoil it, but it's like a twenty-year-old movie, so spoil. <laughs> oh, spoiler alert! She dies like right in front of him because he can't reach her in time to give her time. <clears throat> so crazy. I like never... drops in the street. Nope. Never watched it. It, uh, I would say it wasn't done enough to be super emotionally taxing. Mm. It's kind mm-hmm. of like one of those middle of the day Saturday, you see it on TV and you're like, okay, I'll finish eh. watching this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the I last agree. 45 minutes of this movie or something. <laughs> it's either this or watching Ted 2 for the 17th time. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Oh my gosh. Okay, well that was fun. Um Yeah. <laughs> Creepy. I'm I, Listen, I for the record have full body chills. We always we thumbs up every single time. Yeah. Yeah. Every time. Well, I remember it happened last week and I was like, what's uh-huh. that? But I didn't register that I had thumbs up. Uh-huh. I thought Robin just pushed thumbs up last Me week. Me too. So did I. It's crazy. Uh-huh. And it just, it's just, it must be an update or something. Yeah. I don't like it. 
I, I I feel like I should have it should have had my consent in order to do this. Yeah, I mean, I guess it, you're giving it consent by letting it use your camera. Yeah, and I'm but... sure it was in the terms of service that were updated uh-huh. at some point that I didn't read. But just make sure you guys don't I call each other it. or call me and be like, "Hey, can you see this on my bowel?" <laughs> <Or> yeah. <something>. <laughs> <laughs> Gone are the days of sending pictures of. Weird, troublesome <laughs> spots. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, when we were... Jeez. So, we we went to that falconry um, when we were on our vacation. And we took all those pictures. And so, we were in the hotel looking at the pictures uh, during our trip. And, like, the AI whatever that's in your phone, like, not even, like, whatever. Like, we're going through the pictures and, like, scrolling... And it would like scan it and say what kind of bird it was, and I was like, "Oh, that is crazy!" I don't I mean, that's kind like of cool. that. Like the specific. It, it is cool, but like crazy. Yeah, like the specific. I mean, like, you can breed. search Google for something in your photos, like birthday, and it'll bring up every picture that looks like a birthday. Hmm. Yeah, that's. I just. Crazy. I mean, like I, I understand. I just, it's so deeply worrisome that I like am like I just want to stop thinking about this and start thinking about Harry Potter characters like (laughs) I'm just gonna go think of my imaginary not even like canon fiction (laughs) it's definitely iRobot-esque escapism is real like I am fucking terrified of I'm t- literally I'm like every single movie we've seen with AI it ends badly why are we doing this <laughs> it's like if vampires yep. were were real like we've seen all of the movies let's like maybe take some precautions <laughs> excuse me <sighs> listen did you introduce the chapter no oh. not at all um hello <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 206, where we will be discussing chapter 8 of City of Heaven, Heavenly Fire, Strength in What Remains. I'm Kristen. I'm Robin. And I'm Amanda. I had a really hard time reading Sorry. that chapter name last night, because I was like, fire strength? What the hell is that? That's exactly, <laughs> that was exactly what choked up my head, brain. Yep. Fire strength. <clears throat> anyway. Your heart's fire. Okay, so listen, life is really fucking hard. And um, I stayed up working until four o'clock in the morning the previous two weekends. And then the day before that, on Saturday, we were out with the fam and we stayed up again till four o'clock in the morning. So I owe my body a lot of sleep debt. And yeah. I could not, could not make myself write a recap this week. So I'm really sorry, but it's, the spoons are gone. Yeah. Yeah. So um, instead, we got a really good um, question discussion topic from a listener that we're going to oh, yeah. go through at some point. Oh, yeah. Let's do that now. <sighs> yes. Okay. Um let me zoom in because I'm old. Okay, please forgive me. 
I read through this when it first came through a few weeks ago. So you guys know me. I'll stumble. Okay. This is from, I cut off part of the name. Do we have permission to share the name? This is from KR. Thank you, KR. That's what I'm going to say just in case. Okay. Yes. Okay. When y'all were discussing the Shadowhunters economy, I think I have an, the answers for a lot of it. Orphaned Shadowhunters originally went to the academy if no institute would take them in or if they chose to. It it was closed for a long time, though, while um, because there weren't enough kids of those kids. Oh, okay. There were, sorry, stumbling. Mm-hmm. There weren't enough of the orphan kids. Okay. Uh, but considering how many children were orphaned due to the attacks, it was going to be reopened. Then about the clothing, I'm pretty sure it's the Iron Sisters who make the clothing as they do make armor and clothing is totally some kind of armor, right? Agreed. Then the money thing, I think all normal shadow hunters get paid the same. However, the leaders of the clave, the consul inquisitor, institute heads, etc., get paid more than the others. Then shadow hunters get bonuses based on accomplishments acknowledged by the clave, like Charlotte saved the clave by fighting back the infernal devices. Sure, it was mainly Tessa saving everyone, but Charlotte was the leader of it all. Dude. Sorry I butchered that, but those are very... Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, mean... I think... I, I think, yeah, some of this stuff is... We kind of uh, touched on some of this, especially the... Because um, we know that Shadowhunters are all kind of paid the same kind of a situation, except the higher-up uh-huh. positions. That makes sense. Um, but yeah, the Academy... I, I knew it was closed down, but I, I couldn't remember why. But that would make sense because they were in a time of, like, relative peace. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. There weren't enough kids. Yeah, that makes sense. Or they didn't, you know, maybe the academy was in disrepair or they had trouble finding teachers or something. But I feel like Mm -hmm. it hasn't been closed for that long. No, I thought it was just after the circle. Uh Uh-huh. Because we know. okay. We know that... um, Jocelyn and Vitang and Luke, mm-hmm. like they all met at the academy. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Duh. I just imagined them like at high school. That's so funny. I am so dumb. Well, the, the high school is a, the academy is the high school. Yeah. Yeah. I just they're but like I didn't think of it as Shadowhunter Academy, like against these lockers and like yeah, yeah exactly. Like I did. Yes, they were like they were in the quad sort of uh-huh. situation, like a high school college For sure situation. The quad. For sure. Like, yes. Product. Jocelyn's locker won't open and B-Tank comes up and like hits it twice. He's like, I had that one last year. Stop <laughs> it. Robin, why do you do that to me? Stop it. <laughs> Amazing. <sighs> you know he wore a leather jacket. Absolutely. It was basically Definitely. They're all wearing leather jackets. That's what their uh, gear is, right? <gasps> yeah. They're, they're the fucking T-Birds. At least that's what the, all the TV episodes are. Their gear is just leather jackets because they're fucking dauntless badasses. <laughs> fucking dauntless. Okay. Oh my god, I remember loving the di- really quick. I remember loving the Divergent series so much when I read it, but oh boy, 
years later, looking back, that fucking plot doesn't hold up to even an ounce of scrutiny. <laughs> I think it's crazy. Amanda watched and liked the movies. Yeah. Uh-huh. But they never made the last movie. Right? It, re- it did they seem released like... it as a, a, like a made-for-TV movie, I thought. Oh. Well, so, but like, it, but you don't know how it ends. I, I don't know. Oh, was yet. that the third one that they released like that? And then there's no fourth? I don't, yeah. She just, I remember talking about like, do you know what happens to the people? Do you know how it ends? And you were like, no, I don't. Okay. Oh. Well, probably because years. it went so downhill and they're like, well, we're definitely not going to make this ending. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's fair. <sighs> anyway. Yeah. Um, I do... I wonder if that's the same sort of thing with, like, the leftover clothes. Like, had there not, like, you know, since the the circle tried to take over and they had the first uprising. But were there a lot of, were there a lot of deaths in the first uprising? Or do you think that they shut that shit down pretty quickly? I. I think I think that there would be another reason why they would I think there would be an extra layer of they don't want a place for young people to be able to share and spread ideas unfettered together and create like interesting I don't like to fight the man after what happened with the circle because that was a very much a generational like uprising that was developed at the academy I think they were probably like mm-hmm. whoa okay we need to split these motherfuckers up for one um and maybe go back to homeschooling our kids and teaching them some values and stuff before right. we ele- you know maybe we just need to take hit pause on this shit and and Ban the books. Have a ton of, yeah. Huh? It's like they ban all the books, like that sort of vibe. Right. Yeah. I mean, it is a little <clears> bit <throat> of a, like, whoa, whoa, we don't want the young people to unionize and gain power, like, through a collective, uh, you know, uh, what is it? Collect- what uh, The word. Collective bargaining. Thank you. Yes. I mean, okay, and listen, not that V-Tang was a good person. He was totally a dickhole, but, like... No, yeah. Don't make him look like Fight the Man. Like, don't give me those vibes. I have a bad enough thing with Sebastian. Don't do it. Yeah. I know, I know. It's crazy when a when a plot isn't completely black and white and that there's gray areas on both sides and even the, the good, the quote-unquote good side is doing shifty shit. The only good thing in this book... No, that's not true. There's lots of good things. I was going to say is Magnus, but that's that's not true. There's lots of good things. <laughs> I know. Yeah. That's like when but I say something's agreed. my favorite. It's not my favorite. It's just the thing that I really like that I'm trying to express I'm really into. It makes me happy. But I'm basically yeah. really into everything. I'm, I'm very enthusiastic mm. about my opinions. Yes. <laughs> Excuse me. Oh, amazing. Yeah. Anywho. Yeah. Uh, yeah, My my brain totally was not going there in the heat of the moment with that. So Mm -hmm. thank you for your insight. I was just like, my Mm -hmm. mind was, I was, my mouth was open. I was like, yes, yes. (laughs) All of it. 
Oh my gosh. All right. Well, what do you guys say we cut the chit chat and kick things off with me because we, we don't Hooray. know we, we're not doing a recap this episode keeping up with Kristen's corner yes oh okay <laughs> except I don't I don't love that that's that many K's I love alliteration <laughs> just not with my name <laughs> uh. <laughs> <clears throat> um okay so uh we drop into Simon's POV, who once again has been kidnapped by vampires. And I'm counting this is the third time he has been kidnapped by vampires. <laughs> is that correct? We have, like, Magnus's party early on in book one. Yes. Okay. okay. Uh-huh. Right? And then, or was that book? I don't know which book that was. Anyway. Um, book one, yes. And then uh, when Maureen kidnapped him, and then Raphael just kidnapped him okay. from Maureen. Kinda. He, but he kind of willingly went this time. Well, did, kinda. Oh, I guess was they're like not vampires. The lesser of two evils. Well, yeah, Sorry. He, he didn't really have a choice, and he yeah. wasn't. He wasn't really uh, given uh, information on. Like, I mean, he's also been kidnapped by the clave, which I know they're not vampires. Right. But okay. Yes. This he has also been kidnapped and kidnapped B-tang. by V Tang. Yes. Yes. So, <laughs> damn. Was he kidnapped? What by has Camille? this been like? Two weeks. Is this, this the beginning? His. City of Beds? Is his City of Beds being kidnapped? <laughs> yeah, this is, this is the, the common reoccurrence as Clary wakes up and Simon gets kidnapped. That's great. Because <laughs> the cult, did the cult kidnap him too? Lilith kidnapped him. Did she kidnap Sebastian? No, I don't know why I said Sebastian. Jace? Not really. Yeah, kind of Jace. But she kidnapped Simon, didn't so, she? Like, I really don't remember. Have Clary to, come? Yeah, because he, he had to suck the blood out of... Yep. Uh-huh. Yep. He was the catalyst mm-hmm. or the... Yeah, the cult that the right word? were after him because Lilith. Yeah. Huh? Was that... I said catalyst. I don't know if that's the right word. Yeah. That's what I'm using. Sure. Yay. I just... L- <laughs> Sorry. It was had to do with the venom, too. His venom, right? Yeah. It wasn't just like she needed the yeah, blood like, interchanged. It was like his. I mean, she his heavenly fire angel need, situation. Yeah, he he. She needed him to drain him completely, and daylighter then, status. Yeah, and then his his saliva was then also a an, a component of it, I believe. Uh huh. Um, and then he had Jace's blood in him, obviously. Okay, so wait, hold on. So V Tang has kidnapped him. Um. The vampires kidnapped him the first time, right? And then Lilith kidnapped him. The clave. The clave kidnapped him. <laughs> uh, and then Vam- Maureen kidnapped him. And then now Raphael. So that's six kidnappings. And I feel like I'm missing one. <laughs> I know. I feel like. It, what? This is one year in? Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Not even. Like it makes what are you a fool? It makes all of Simon's like offhanded comments about like no one's tried to kill me this week actually much funnier. (laughs) Right. Like, oh wow, actually, yeah, you kind of have had the shit end of the deal. (laughs) He deserves it. I mean, Clary has also been kidnapped quite a bit, but (laughs) Yeah. So 
thankfully, Raphael just whisked him away on an all-expensive trip to Idris uh, instead of keeping him in a cage and making him dress like a pirate. Although he has not allowed him a wardrobe change as of yet. He's still in his travel pirate clothes. (laughs) You can't tell me that Raphael didn't bring extra clothes. No, no. Like, he couldn't throw him a t-shirt. No, this is Raphael. He would never share his clothes with Simon. That's fair. Totally. It's Raphael. He's doing it on purpose because he thinks it's hilarious. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like, 100%, he's sneaking, like, cell phone shots of Simon in this getup and sending them to Lily. Yes. He's Snapchatting. Yeah. Oh. Um, So, of course, their little vacay might need a rain check because, as Raphael points out, the vibes in Alicante are off. <laughs> like, <laughs> this doesn't. Mm, and mm, Simon a agrees lot going on. that something isn't right. Uh, what he remembered as a peaceful, glittering city tucked away in the rolling hills is loud with commotion, and the scent of shit hitting the fan is wafting in the air. <laughs> Raphael confirms Simon's fears. Uh, the Nephilim don't light the demon towers, like, for fun, festive flair. Um, uh, the red gold that they're currently burning um, is only used for one message. Uh, danger, Will Robinson. <laughs> like, things aren't good. <laughs> He's bad. <laughs> He's a very bad. And so, this, since the Inquisitor's house is dark, Raphael is not in the mood to meddle in Shadowhunter business. He's like, because Simon's like, oh, they're probably up at the guard. We could probably go up there. <laughs> Raphael's like, bitch, no. <laughs> He's That's like, not how any of this works. He's like, I, that is their shit. I'm not getting in the middle of their shit. We'll wait till their shit is done. So it's, yeah, it's decided that they'll wait out whatever little drama the angels are squabbling with uh, at the vampire council house. So this is the house that has been, like, awarded to the vampire representative of the council. Um. Mm. (laughs) I just got to read this little excerpt real quick. Together, Simon said. It's a very large house, Raphael said. You will be at one end. Of it, and I at the other. (laughs) (laughs) I love him so much. He's my favorite. I love it. (laughs) There you go. There you go. There you go. That's like, uh, pick your favorite friend. You can. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, MySpace made us do that, and it has made all <laughs> decisions thereafter yeah. impossible. <sighs> the look on Bryn's face when I told her that, that we ranked our friends on our social media, she was, like, horrified. I know. She's like, Well, and you can only have 12 pictures. Mean? Yeah, I'm like, mm. well, it used to be eight. Uh-huh. Yeah, it was really exciting when it went up to 12. Yeah. You didn't have to piss everybody off. <laughs> well, because placement was also very important. Mm-hmm. Anyway. I wonder if, like, I didn't have that many friends to where it was ever a big deal. TBH. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I wonder, like, if I did have a lot of friends, I would just, like, it's alphabetical order by last name. There's no ranking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
because I am a Hufflepuff. Yeah. Okay. Um, that sounded gross coming out. That was very millennial of me. I mean, but it made sense. I that, know. That's what that's what colloquialisms are. Like that's how language develops. It makes sense. L- Listen, I feel like we've talked about this before, so I'm gonna old lady repeat myself, maybe. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. But Amanda and I were talking about it yesterday, where um, my kid says, "Search, search it up." search it up instead of yeah. look it up and every time i'm like dude it's look it up so you sound like a goober like say it correctly <gasps> and then um, i thought about it and i was like no i looked yep. things up in a book see is she is yep. searching things on the internet so yep. i guess she is correct yeah she is, she searching is more it up. correct yep it's crazy okay. to shizzle mm-hmm. well and if i had to pick one i would definitely say look it up uh-huh well of course yeah we would yeah. But but mm-hmm. like it makes sense if the language is changing. Just like why yeah. is our save why is the save icon a floppy disk bra? <laughs> like they don't know what that yes. is. Yes, nobody knows what that is but us. <laughs> yep. Um. Listen, there's acceptable. Like you could say, look it up, or the other acceptable response is in your best Edward colon. You can Google it. Yeah. <laughs> you uh-huh. can Google yes. it. Oh my gosh. Okay, so Simon's internal monologue seems surprising seems surprised that Raphael is willing to spend like any more time in Simon's company than <laughs> absolutely necessary. Um, but I also wonder how much of him is actually scared shitless to sleep anywhere near Ra- where like Raphael could get to him. Like <laughs> Oh yeah. He doesn't act like he's scared, but I'm like, I feel like you should probably be scared seeing as Raphael has threatened to kill you more times than anybody else. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like he's really, he's made it a point to promise to kill you like every time he sees you. <laughs> to be fair, I don't think he ever meant that. No, <laughs> I don't. Right? Ever. He never I meant just, it. No, okay. He's singing that one. This I promise you. I yeah, I can change you. him. Tell me who sings that song. What? Well, it's insane. It's insane. Okay, okay. Okay. I couldn't. Is what you're going for? I couldn't figure out which boy band it was. I knew it was one of the big big dogs. One of the big three. Yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. Definitely insane. I like how you said "is what you're going for" because it was a very well tune. I appreciate. I no no. I just (laughs) obviously was like this. I promise you. But that could be like who knows how many songs. Like Lincoln keeps singing. So at daycare, when they have rest time, they play music pretty loudly yes. for the like as a white noise, whatever. Lincoln keeps singing this song, and I have no idea what it is. He has asked the A L E X A lady in the wall several times. Yep, and uh, she has no idea what the fuck he's talking about, and he gets so frustrated. I have to remember to ask the school, but it's like so cute. That okay. he's got this little song stuck in his head. You saying you have to remember to ask, this is not fucking important. But I keep randomly remembering that I forgot to ask Kristen something about her trip. And I'm like, fuck, I need to tell her that. But I always remember when I'm like driving or do or in the shower or somewhere where I can't text. Did you bring United States cigarettes with you or did you try Irish cigarettes? And if so, were they better? Good question. The answer to both of those questions is yes. 
We, when we were in Texas, we uh, bought cigarettes at the duty free because we were leaving the country, mm-hmm. so we didn't have to pay taxes. Um, and then when we were there, the last night we were there in Dublin when we did our pub crawl, we ran out of cigarettes, so we had to stop and get Irish cigarettes. There's like no draw, like they don't even taste like real cigarettes. Because oh. there's, like, not all the fucking rat poison and shit that's in ours. Right. <laughs> I was like, Crazy. what is this? I'm, like, literally five pints deep. And I'm like, this doesn't even feel like smoking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Yeah. I thought you were going to ask her if she brought soil with her for some reason <laughs> did you bring your grave soil so you could travel yes exactly <clears throat> oh, holy cow yeah sorry i know that wasn't i just keep wanting to ask you i love it i love it oh i'll tell it next time okay so where make was a I? note because you will fucking forget and i am so goddamn nosy okay so i was at, i went to target last week with my nephew, because um, I was babysitting him, um, and we were walking around, and I had, like, my, oh, no, I didn't have my headphones in, but I I was just walking through Target, right? And this guy- bopping around. Yeah, these two guys that work there were at the, like, electronics counter or whatever, and they're, like, standing kind of outside the electronics counter, and they're talking, right? And I walk past them. And one of the guys goes, hey, are you finding everything all right? Um, and I was like, yeah. As I as I was, like, walking by, I'm like, yeah, thanks. Um, and he, like, turns around and grabs his tablet. And he's like, he's like, oh, wait a second. And so, like, I... <laughs> Why am I like this? <laughs> I It's important to note I am wearing my platform docks and leggings. Okay. And I'm pushing okay. the baby cart and the baby is in the, the car seat. He's st- or like in the, the cart and he's strapped in. He's got one arm over the back. So he's already looking he like does. he's chilling. Right. Yeah. And I like go to stop, but like, I just stop moving my feet and then kind of slide a little bit. So I literally like Kramer to a stop. <laughs> With my legs, like, like in a, in a partial lunge, right? Amazing. <laughs> and I just freeze and I look at him. <laughs> and he starts just, like, like he's going to go into this spiel about, like, if I, like, do you have Verizon? And, <laughs> and I just went. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm literally holding my cart, head to the, turn to the side in a lunge, and I just go, I don't want it. <laughs> I literally whispered, I don't want it, and then just slowly walked away. After all of that, it's a big That's going to be my answer now. Do you have, I don't want it. 
That's great. Yeah. I, yeah. Usually, I usually just say no thank you. Like, I know. I just. No thank you. Because he even repeated it back to me. He was like, you don't want it? And I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, sir. Um, I had a nightmare. I had a nightmare yesterday. Like, Oh, yes. Shoot. The other night into last morning. So uh-huh. into Tuesday. Uh-huh. And it was a night. I say a nightmare because I was imagining, dreaming, not imagining, <laughs> myself talking to a, a mad customer at work. And the stupid thing was, is like Amanda and I were arguing about whether to call this person. And I was like, fuck it. I'll just call them. Like, I'll just get it over with. And then they were so, it was awful. And my kid came in mid conversation with this lady literally like literally came into my bedroom to wake me up to ask me to drive her to school and in my moment of REM sleep to reality I thought I was still on the phone so I was like shh (laughs) and I put my my finger over my mouth and I was like shh really loud and I pointed my finger at her like I would do if I was actually on the phone and she goes He'd say quieter. <laughs> I had just recovered, Robin, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, she just goes, her face, she just kind of dropped. She's like, <laughs> she's like, I don't need to, I don't need to understand what's happening to obey the rules. Oh like, wow. That's the bl- blind obedience of a millennial child to a boomer parent. <laughs> it was. It was uh, she was like, I was so confused. <sighs> oh, anyway, sorry. Amazing. <gasps> Sidebar station, toot toot. <laughs> oh. oh my god, that is so funny. I just remind <sighs> it was, it was different but similar. <sighs> Oh my gosh. Okay, so where was I? Oh yeah, so before Simon can ponder on the odds of Raphael like bleeding him dry in his sleep, his teenage vamp eyesight clocks <laughs> Izzy coming down the street straight for them. Oh. <sighs> okay. I Listen, I there are a couple of interactions between Simon and Raphael that I just am quoting because I like them. and Yeah. I can. So <laughs> Simon turned to Raphael. Go away, he said. Raphael smirked. La Bella Isabel, he said. It is hopeless, you know, you and she. Because I'm a vampire and she's a shadow hunter? No, she's just, how do you say it, out of your league. <laughs> Isabel was halfway down the street now. Simon gritted his teeth. Salt my game and I'll stake you. I mean it. <laughs> I do love that. (laughs) Sorry. For one, gamey meat needs to be salted. So (laughs) it's called a good seasoning. (laughs) I do like salt. Oh my gosh. More salt. Bro. So unfortunately, we'll never know what this so called game Simon had prepared to initiate. Like, 
I don't know what he, he has none. What he had in store there, because as soon as Izzy recognizes our red, resident teenage dirtbag vamp, she launches herself into his arms. And OMG, Simon admits that he loves Izzy in his internal monologue. Mm. He's like, this is what it feels like to be in love. Wait, in love? Am I in love with Izzy? Holy shit, I'm in love with Izzy. <laughs> like, it was so dumb. That's like that um, episode of Friends where Ross realizes he's in love with Rachel. Or is it Rachel realizing she's in love? With- it's, Rachel it's Rachel realizing yeah. she's in love with Ross. She's like, she's like oh. why didn't you tell me? <laughs> <laughs> we thought you knew. <laughs> 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 so it kind of takes him off guard like he hadn't quite realized it himself yet he's like oh shit okay and before Izzy can finish telling Simon how glad she is to see him she takes note of the fact that he is very much still dressed like a cover model on a grocery store romance novel <laughs> she's right. like I'm sorry what are you wearing it's like it's a long story okay uh, I could totally picture her doing that too like what is this <laughs> yeah like literally mid-sentence whoa whoa what is happening <laughs> well she had spent some time trying to get him to dress differently right because Clary That's said yeah. something right. about it which uh-huh. where, to be fair she did you. influence his style a bit uh-huh yes didn't he actually have a leather jacket wasn't that one of the pieces he had I, doesn't I don't remember but yeah so they go off and to catch up, um, and we jaunt on over to Luke's POV, which, honestly, it took me a second to realize it was Luke's POV. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. I thought it was Magnus's. Okay. Um, so Magnus is inspecting the silver box that Sebastian had left at Amatus's, Um, and Jocelyn is impatient, of course. She's like, do you see anything? Are we there yet? <laughs> Yep. Which is shocking, considering her daughter's inability to wait for anything, including backup. Mm. So Luke is reminiscing, <laughs> like, as they're waiting, because Luke, is, of course, has the patience of a saint. So he's just sitting there kind of like, ooh, this table was my mom's table, and then my sister had it. And then it's down here with all of this other shit that my sister threw in the cellar after she, after her husband left her because everything hurt her and reminded her of her lost love. And Valentine really keeps fucking everyone's life up. <laughs> oh, it's very funny. Um, and so he's... He's kind of, like, looking at the three of them, Jocelyn, Magnus, and himself. He's like, yeah, we've been in we've been in situations like this before, you know, considering the links that they went to to keep Clary in the dark about the shadow world and forcibly repress her natural magic to keep her ignorant and more easily controlled and, like, protected or whatever, I guess. Uh-huh. Um, and he's kind of like, he's like, yeah, this is, this is kind of an old, old hat for us. Jocelyn's always impatient and I'm always calm and that's great. And I'm like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> this, this kind of, this just felt like a weird, like for me, this felt like a scene that was only a scene to make us feel bad for when. Amatus eventually kicks the bucket. It's it's just another right. like, hey, we're gonna remind <clears throat> you that Amatus had a really tragic life right before. I'm sure she's gonna die. She's already in dark. Yeah. So right. There's no bringing her back. We've already established that. Yeah. Right. So anyway, I, um, 
<laughs> I don't know. Luke's too good for Jocelyn. Changed my mind. Oh, a hundred percent. I'm not gonna try. <laughs> so, uh, Magnus. Oh, yeah. So Mag Magnus comes up blank. Um, the box isn't spelled or cursed. In fact, there's no magic all going on like around it at all. Um, it may give Jocelyn the heebie-jeebies, but, like, it's not going to strike her down. Um, and Jocelyn's like, oh, sorry. Like, she blames the paranoia on the recent attack in London, which is just an excuse to for, like, a callback. And I'm so here for it. Luke uh-huh. explains, because Magnus is like, what happened? And Luke explains that, like, this mysterious protection spell that warned the people of the Institute uh, like what was coming and led them to safety and Magnus confirms it's a 130 year old ghost who is sworn to protect the Institute um, when pressed for the name Magnus declines to give it he's like he's like you would know it if I if I gave like you'd know her certain their surname if I gave it to you but I'm not going to because she wouldn't like that very much and then I was Aww. like ooh, would he have given Lovelace or Gray like I mean he probably would have given Lovelace because that's the name that I they would, would have recognized, so. but yes. I mean, although I mean, was she technically a gray? Were they really married? Yeah, they really got married. Yeah, it's pretty fucked up. I mean, listen, I know the kind of I can't fucking think my brain. Mm-hmm. Like, how do you think she did that, though, Jasmine? Um, I think, I, I don't know. I, I don't know how. And like, Mag, there's a, there's like a, a note in there. I don't know. Is it maybe somewhere in here that like, he hopes that it like released her from whatever. Like, she's paid her penance, basically. Oh, yeah. okay. So if she uh-huh. wants to stay, she can stay. And if she wants to go, she can go. Yeah. I just, I'm assuming, so I'm pretty sure. Oh, yeah. Obviously. I hope this means she's found peace, is what he says. But, um. Which. Hmm. Which, I mean, maybe. But, I mean, I think she probably, like, some sort of protective ward that bought them some extra time or she just saw what was happening because like, she hangs out she was yeah, she gave him a heads up yeah well because there's a portal <laughs> in the basement right mm-hmm. yeah because that's like the, the first portal ever was yeah at right, the right. institute and it's in the it's in the basement yeah so i mean i think they had time to get out henry's laboratory mm-hmm. <laughs> laboratory um uh. where am i Oh, yeah. Okay. So apparently Magnus had hadn't just come for a a visit, like not for this special request. Like he had dropped in on them and Jocelyn's like, hey, can you check out this box? Which just Mm. honestly, (laughs) Jocelyn, you like do not like do yourself any favors like at all. You're you're not even a good friend. The worst. (laughs) So he's like. By the way, this is not why I was here. Um, <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> and uh, he's like, while, while, you know, 
happy to see you guys. And they're kind of like, totally. They're both kind of like, well, yeah, Magnus, it's, it's great to see you, but like not, they didn't ask this, but it was unspoken. Like, why aren't you with the Lightwoods? Right. Uh huh. So quote, I had a life before Alec Magnus snapped. I'm the high warlock of Brooklyn. I am here to take a council seat on behalf of Lilith's children. I thought Katarina Loss was the warlock representative, said Luke. She was, Magnus admitted. She made me take her place so I could come here and see Alec, he sighed. <laughs> <laughs> she, in fact, made this particular pitch to me while we were at the Hunter's Moon, and that's what I wanted to talk to you about. <laughs> okay, oh, so... <laughs> man. I love them so much. <laughs> So Luke, because he's an exceptional pack leader, immediately asks after Bat when Magnus brings up the Hunter's Moon. And then Magnus Mm -hmm. drops the bomb. Sebi threw a temper tantrum after he didn't get his way in London and hightailed it to Satin Island, uh, where he slaughtered the Praetor, including Jordan Kyle, leaving only Maya alive with a message for all downworlders to align with Shadowhunters is death. And I, I'm going to read the, she, she, of course, Maya memorized the message because it was, of course, you know, trauma branded in her brain. So I'm going to read you the exact message. Well, I would have been like, wait, wait, hold on, hold on. And I'd like, (laughs) yeah, I'm like, can I, can I get my phone to do a a voice note real quick? (laughs) Yeah, there you go. Let me just take a video of you real quick. That way I won't forget. Yeah. So the exact quote is, tell all the downworlders that I am in pursuit of vengeance and I will have it. I will deal this way with any who ally themselves with shadow hunters. I have no argument with your kind unless you follow the Nephilim into battle, in which case you will be food for my blade and the blades of my army until the last of you is cut from the surface of this world. Which is just so fucking metal. Damn. Dude, Sebastian really <laughs> did get a fucking so metal. exceeds expectations in <sighs> fucking, or outstanding, whatever the fuck it is, in villain oh monologuing gosh. and like villain yes. communications. Like his communications class, like. A plus. Didn't yes. he didn't even have to go to the lectures. He just show up on like presentation day and kill it. <laughs> yes. He ate and left no crumbs. <laughs> Literally. Oh. <laughs> oh. oh my gosh. Okay. So sorry. Uh so Jocelyn's tripping that Sebi is a worse reincarnation of her first husband. She's like, fucking hell. but luke's got his eyes on the prize and wants to know what magnus plans to do with the information um one thing's for certain magnus won't be keeping the message from downworlders he's like no i'm not gonna like keep it from them but he doesn't plan to share it with the shadow hunter part of the class either he's like i'm not gonna share this at the at the meeting i'm gonna tell who needs to hear it his loyalties aren't compromised and then the undercurrent, what was not said, is like Luke and Jocelyn. <laughs> I, uh, yeah. Yep. <laughs> so the subject quickly shifts to the Downworlder Summit dinner 
that the Faye court is calling, which is kind of like when you go to a massive conference for work and your division has its own separate dinner that you're forced to watch that one douche like regional manager get wine drunk on the company dime and then make a fool of himself either flirting or being a dick to the wait staff you know what i mean mm. yes. oh my god the worst yes yeah. i do mm-hmm. yeah because because his steak wasn't cooked the way he decided is what medium looks like yeah yes mm-hmm. <laughs> i'm leaving the tip here for this entire group yeah so uh, uh. yeah yeah Yep. Gross. All those guys are gross. So Jocelyn, of course, is firmly in the Sebastian is trying to scare people. So let's censor this information camp. Um, while Luke is a little more like wait and see. But Magnus can't be moved. The massacre of the Praetor will be common knowledge before long. And they mm-hmm. deserve to have all the information. And Jocelyn tries for a low blow. Like she really swings for it and asks Magnus what Tessa would say if she were there. But Magnus is like, bitch, please. I've known that slept for 130 years. You've met her like twice. She'd preach honesty because lying always bites you in the ass. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. It's exactly what Tessa would do. So Jocelyn worries aloud about a world without shadow hunters, but Magnus makes a good fucking point. Um, what there was a world before shadow hunters, and there will be a world after. And she's like, "But is it a world we can live in?" And he's like, "That's not uh-huh. for me to fucking decide." Uh-huh. Before they can discuss the moral dilemma further, further there's a pounding on the door upstairs. Because, um, of course, they're in the, they have to be in the basement to be having this conversation. Right. Because they can't have looked out the windows. Uh, so Luke goes to check it. And when he opens the front door, he notices the demon towers are glowing red before he sees Helen Blackhorn standing in front of him. She's come with a message from the guard. And it's about Clary. Ah, shit. Okay, really quickly. So, obviously, the the towers turn color. Mm-hmm. But you're telling me there's not like a... <clears throat> sorry. There's not like a hurricane sound? Right, tornado like a warning tor- sound a tornado or something? siren? Like, there has to be. They have to, to be. be looking out the window, like they, you know? They don't have like a sacred conch shell that they blow. <laughs> like, come on. Yeah. It's like uh, the ambulance has to be written in like backwards on the front of the truck so you can see it in the rearview mirror. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You it's have the to only know way you're going to know. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta How will they it. know? Oh, God. <laughs> I'm so sorry this frog in my throat I just can't with Jocelyn though like so she wants to basically not give the downloaders all the information Mm -hmm. so they can't make a choice knowing that they're gonna make Sebastian she's like Sebastian trying to scare them no he's Mm -hmm. he's making a when has that man ever made an idle threat exactly he's not trying to scare anyone he's making a, a promise that has just ignores him he's got receipts he brought his own receipts <laughs> dude she is very narcissistic references like, if you will <laughs> sorry screenshots what did you say i said no. references if you will and then amanda said oh something. screenshots screenshots okay 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 i just didn't i was like i want to hear all the joke tell me everything <laughs> like what does this have to say about me why did that just change did you move that was weird it does not matter it was just weird see i get distracted easily yeah 
Look, something shiny. (laughs) Sorry, Robin, you were saying something, though. No, I was just saying that she's, you know, narcissistic. Oh, right. She's the worst. Yeah. Oh. She just, she literally gets worse every time we see her. She does Mm -hmm. something. I'm like, do we, Mm -hmm. are we, like, saving all of the stupid shit to have Jocelyn do and say? Like. Is she like? Right. Is she our, our 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 sacrificial character for like all the bad opinions? Yeah. Yes. God. No, and- I don't know. She's just she's very Jen, that like boomer Jen X parent. Mm-hmm. Like, look what he's doing and how that reflects on me. Yep. I abandoned him. I must be the victim here. Yeah, I don't know. I just, I feel like Jocelyn, like, isn't, so I I think because of the way we meet her as a character, we have the expectation that Jocelyn is, like, a good person to stand, like, to start with, right? Because we meet her as this, like, you know, hippie, like, boho Uh artist, um, you know, and so we, we just see her as a normal person. But I, I think one of the things that we, because we take for granted, because um, she's she's technically on the side of the good, right? We take for uh-huh. granted that she's a good person. Um, but then as we realize, I feel like Jocelyn isn't a necessarily a good person nor do i think that she necessarily was a good person beforehand i think she's a deeply flawed person who had very um harmful viewpoints that she agreed with that she was raised with that she fully supported and she's at this point trying to become a better person and learn you, you know what I mean but like kinda. like she's still she she's kinda. still got yeah. her prejudices like she's still mm-hmm. and that's and I think that's the thing that makes it so hard to swallow because Luke you can see that you know I'm obviously Luke had to learn the hard way right he had to uh-huh, go through right. those lessons the hard way because he actually became a downworlder and had to confront all of those things but we can see how Luke is such a more kind, compassionate, um, empathetic person, whereas Jocelyn is still very selfish and self-serving and, like, all I care about is me and, and what I want. And she does have a little bit of, like, I care about me and mine and, like, she's trying to protect Clary, but I feel like beyond her first steps that she took running away from Valentine, you know, that Mm -hmm. initial plan. I think beyond that, she's kind of lost her way. Like she thinks she's become delusional to the point where she thinks now everything she's doing is to help Clary, but she's not seeing it for what it is. Cause Clary's like an active Mm -hmm. participant. I have two questions points. Number one, um, to stick more with this, it's like, how do you know if you tell the vampires and the werewolves this is what Sebastian's saying that they won't be like, no, it's worth the risk. This guy's an evil fuckhead. The whole world needs exactly. to murder him. We're all going to join together. Like exactly. she isn't even going to give them a choice because in her mind she just sees them as 
flaky tools. or bad or whatever. And then secondly, do you think if Viting hadn't like if Viting hadn't have made Sebastian Sebastian, do you think Jocelyn would have even left? No. Right. And that's, I think that's the point is like, I don't think, I think she was forced to confront something and then got spooked and was like, well, fuck. And so now she's on this path, but I don't think her heart's really in it. Uh And like, no, she's like, she's like, I'm done with shadow hunters. Like for sure. She's like basically forsaken that lifestyle because it's caused so much pain and whatever in her life. But she hasn't changed like her viewpoints really like she just wants to run away from it and like keep her kid protected and she doesn't really give a fuck about anything else or anyone uh-huh, else uh-huh. and she certainly doesn't seem to be seeing downworlders as fully human people with you know what i mean complex like, emotions human, and yeah like yeah. <laughs> families and people that love them and like actual uh-huh. <laughs> You know, like they might have something worth fighting for also that would make right. it so, you know, Sebastian right. being in charge is bad for everybody. And it's not like they don't know, like, is so Sebastian's really like once he's dealt with the Nephilim, he's really not going to come for us. Like, look at his dad is like they need to be able to make those decisions themselves. Yep. We talk about that later. Maya um, brings that up. Anyway. Sorry. <laughs> okay. So Maya, we jump over to Maya. She is trying to sleep her sadness away, which I completely understand. Mm-hmm. Like my go-to when I am incredibly depressed is sleep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Same. <laughs> so she is woken up um, from a nightmare that she is having of her brother Daniel, like ripping the wings off of a butterfly. And then oh. I feel like maybe he even threw it on the ground and stomped on it or something. I just clearly an evil <laughs> human um and she is woken up from this nightmare by bat and she kind of freaks out for a second like it sounds like she almost like <gasps> and like pulled herself into herself you know sort of a wake up thing um she's and she tells him not to touch her but he's like um okay but you were like screaming so <laughs> i had to that's not funny that's not something to laugh at <laughs> i know i know the way you said but- it <laughs> So she's still freaking out a little bit and confused. She demands to know where her clothes are at. Bat reminds her like they were covered in blood. And he asks her if she remembers what happened. And it all kind of starts coming back to her. Uh, So he gives her a little update. Jordan and most of the Praetor Lupus students are dead. Um, And so he asks her why they were there. She fills him in on Simon's situation obviously the kidnapping (laughs) as previously discussed (laughs) Uh, and everything that happened like at the Praetor headquarters and then um, he offers her some of Jordan's things like I don't that just felt like Mm. kind of a weird segue Mm -hmm. but he was like "Uh, okay got my answers do you want this shit by the way and it's like his keys and like what like I guess maybe if she wants his truck Probably, like, whatever was on him. Yeah. Cause, oh, but was the truck, did it belong to the Praetor? But I guess if there is no more Praetor, I don't mm-hmm. know. So, anyway, um, he specifically mentions the keys and the, his Praetor pendant, which for some reason I don't remember talking about. But as I'm saying it out loud right now, I kind of vaguely remember it. Mm-hmm. Anyway, she declines. 
Um, she knows that he would have wanted Simon to have it, which is very interesting because I don't feel like, obviously, there's not much time that's gone <laughs> on here. So they must have become such good friends. Like, he didn't have anybody else. Really? He didn't make better friends with anyone in school at the Praetor or whatever? Well, I think they're all dead. Them? Well, okay, fair. But I also think she just, like, doesn't want it. Yes, I don't think Simon <laughs> wants it, and I don't think that he would think that Simon wants it, but she does not want it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's awkward. Well, because awkward. she doesn't, she feels so guilty because she doesn't feel like she deserves any of this, like, like widowed girlfriend bullshit. Yeah, right. Because she's like, I was going to break up with him. Like, <laughs> I didn't even like the guy. I didn't even like him that much. <laughs> <sighs> So Bat delivers what he considers good news. Simon is alive. (laughs) (laughs) He's in, he's safe in Idris with um, his shadow hunter friends. And uh, Bat feels bad for not telling her sooner, but she was pretty fucked up when they brought her back to like their headquarters. And she's just been sleeping since then. And she internally notes that she wishes she could sleep forever. It's just, it's sad because it's obviously that was very traumatic, but it's interesting to be that depressed about the whole situation and not want something to remember Jordan by. She doesn't want any of his stuff. I don't know. It's kind of an interest, like just the trauma of it, I guess. She's doing the avoidance thing, the like opposite. Yeah. Mm hmm. Um, so they, their conversation refreshes us on Sebastian's message about the person slash wolves not aligning with shadow hunters and that explains that there's no shadow hunters in New York right now anyway. And I'm like, dude, aren't they supposed to protect Mondays, but instead they're just protecting Idris? Like, yeah, they added some additional wards apparently or something like that. Some more protection, but isn't your job? I, yeah. I mean, I guess they're protecting the Mondays from Sebastian is maybe how they see it. I think right now they're trying know. to regroup because mm-hmm. because I think that is like going to be the issue of like their mandate is to protect the world from demons. Mm-hmm. They can't perform their mandate if they're in lockdown in Alicante. So like uh-huh. this has to be right. some sort of like, what the fuck are they supposed to do? Yeah. Well, and if the regular cup, mortal cup, can turn Mundy's, mm-hmm. is he able to turn Mundy's? Have we talked about that with his cup? It like they already have to be shadow hunters somehow, maybe to be. We haven't talked about if he could, mm-hmm. but I don't think he would. Right. Because I think yeah, I think he seems pretty now. He might, he might, he might later on down the road, but I would Mm -hmm. think that his intention would be to use it because it's symbolic. Him turning the shadow hunters to his will is like the thing that's getting him off. Right. It's right. He's got a vendetta against the shadow hunters. Right. Uh Uh-huh. Not so necessarily he's not really, the Mundies at this moment. He's not really worried about world domination at this point. He's like, that will come. Okay. Right now, right. I'm just, I'm specifically Phase targeting one. these assholes. Yeah. yeah. Well, I just was thinking he could use Mundies against uh-huh. the Shadowhunters. But I guess that's not where we're at. So it is what it is. Well, and Wouldn't make Sebi is very... Um, 
confident mm-hmm. yeah. in his ability to win. Yeah. So, because it's even like when he was with the Seely Queen, I was going to say the Fairy mm-hmm. Queen, mm-hmm. and um, Meliorn was like, we need another institute. We need more warriors. And he was like, nah. Like, cool, if you want right. me to, great, let's uh-huh. go do it. But he wasn't super pressed about it because I think he's just very confident he's going to win. Plus, mm-hmm. yeah. there's a lot of fae warriors. Mm-hmm. I mean, I keep forgetting about the fae, yeah. Uh-huh. Well, being on his side. And he knows the, you know, the emotional complex. Like, he's already, he's stacked his deck so well mm-hmm. that he's confident that even if they did have the numbers, which they don't, Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter if the Shadow Hunters have a greater number or not. They're not as fast. They will hesitate. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. There's well, enough I think of those his, things in his favor. His main kind of like, okay, oh shit, this could be an issue is if the werewolves and the vampires join mm-hmm. the Shadow Hunters, which mm-hmm. is why he decided to do that mm-hmm. to the Praetor and then leave the message with Maya. I think that's his big, like, this could be the turning point because the lycanthropes, they're, they're not going to hesitate. Right. Mm-hmm. And they heal yeah. faster. Uh-huh. Well, and obviously it's probably more psychological, too, to Oh, and the, the warlocks. Hunters I don't know why because... I forgot about them. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. No. You should be. Well, and Sebastian still has the ability to control demons, right? So, like, uh-huh. His army is only partially turned shadow hunters, partially fey, and then the rest he can make up for in demons. Fair. And that seems unlimited, right? Like there's unlimited demons. I think in our it's lives. I think it's kind of like he just like opens up a portal and they come pouring in and then like mm-hmm. turns off the tap, I guess. <laughs> I right. Yeah, that's what I imagine as well. Well, yeah. and I think from what they've explained, like demons get banished back to the demon realm here, mm-hmm. which is why mm-hmm. they, their bodies disappear, but they don't die. Mm-hmm. Just right. like, ha, you've been sent back. You got me. <laughs> yeah. Unless maybe, which is probably why they're so into having something with heavenly fire. Cause like maybe that could like end okay. them in all dimensions once and for all. Right. right. Yeah. Interesting. Ooh. Okay, so Bat tells Maya about this motherfucker Rufus Hastings. <laughs> mm-hmm. He's like, you know him? Um, so he's been talking shit about your boy, Luke. Mm. He's basically, like his opinion is, Luke's basically not a shadow hunter, or basically is a shadow hunter, not a person slash wolf. And so like, I should be the captain now. That's a direct quote. That's what he, what he said. Just kidding. <laughs> Um, but yeah, he, he just feels like, and that kind of goes in with what you were saying earlier, Kristen, like Magnus was kind of pointing at that. Like he's not, uh, his loyalties aren't necessarily yeah, thank you. Yeah. compromised. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Compromised. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, and she's, she's like, but bro, like you should be in charge if Luke is gone. You're second in command. But the clan sees it as since he was put in that position by Luke, he is also untrustworthy. So clearly he's on board with Luke because Luke put him there. I just... mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> Maya's like, bro, this is bullshit. We all need to stick together. Shadow hunters are our allies. Totes my goats. 
And Bat is like, uh, I know, but like, that's why Sebastian targeted us. So like, chill. You, you need to pay some more attention, girl. Okay. <laughs> and she's like, yeah, duh, I know. But like, once he takes out the Shadow Hunters, what's he going to do next? He's going to come for Downworlders. He's just trying to make the first step easier on himself by excluding the person slash wolves. Uh-huh. And although he agrees, he tells her that it would be best if she basically holds her tongue because the funeral for all the Praetor people is this afternoon and emotions are obviously running high. So don't make this political. Basically, let's keep this to ourselves. Oh, boy. So I know. So at least she has someone on board, though. Bat agrees with her, it sounds like. So we'll see. Not that that really matters. Two people against the whole clan. But... Mm -hmm. Pack, whatever. Pack, I guess. They're not vampires. Anyway, we jump over to um, Isabel <laughs> as she is. She's with Simon and she's pulling something out of Alex's closet and tossing it to Simon. And he's like, are you sure it's OK if I borrow clothes from Alec? And she's like, dude, please, you can't wear that <laughs> madness. So obviously, yes. <laughs> And they kind of work their way into a role-playing situation based on this piratey costume that Maureen has provided. So they're having a little fun with it. And it goes on for like a page and a half. And it's cutesy, but no need to recap that for you. Read it if you must. It's icky because it's Simon. <laughs> um, <laughs> Things start to actually get a bit physical and go beyond words when Alec walks in the room and ruins the moment. And Izzy's like, um, why don't you knock? And he's like, um, because it's my bedroom. That's why. <laughs> this is where I sleep, bro. <laughs> and he notices all of his clothes on the floor. And so Izzy starts to fill him in about Simon's outfit uh, and why he needs a change of clothes. And he stops her because he doesn't really care. He just wants both of them to put some more clothes back on. <laughs> both of you now. Yeah, I don't need the story. Just get dressed. <laughs> okay. So my part starts with Izzy saying, you're not going to leave, are you? <laughs> and I had to read the paragraph a couple times because I thought she was talking to Simon. But it turns uh -huh. out she's talking to her brother, which is a very city of bones of them. That is weird. Like, yeah. we were getting hot and heavy, but you're not going to leave, are you now? Like, right. you're going to hang out, right? You're going to watch us get dressed, aren't or, you? Or is it a sarcastic, like, you're not going to leave, are you? Right. Yeah. I don't know. It took me. I, my brain just couldn't handle <laughs> points and reference. And so I was just like, okay, whatever. And Alec again is like i know i am not going anywhere this is my bedroom <laughs> which is still awkward like this whole this whole yeah. why why yep. cassie why <laughs> and so izzy like throws sebastian the sweater like alex's sweater that she had picked out for him and he like grabs his pants off the floor kind of does this walk of shame thing into the bathroom to change out of his pirate clothes <laughs> and we're in simon's point of view and he's just like i am going to make this changing of the clothes take literally as long as possible yes as would i like i don't want to yes. be out there agreed 
And by the time Simon walks out, Alec is in the middle of discussing what he had felt with his pair of Tyrone during the battle that Clary and Jace were in at the uh, Adamant Citadel. And he's telling Izzy that they're going to portal everybody back. And Simon's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Back the trolley up. I need all the cheese may. Start again, please. And, of course, in the back of his brain, Simon's worried about his bestie. And then he starts playing with that gold fairy ring that doesn't have the magical connection anymore. But it's like his little Cleary trinket, if you will. And he asks all of the burning questions like, why are these young children over fighting a battle when there's all these huntery shadow people here that could have easily went and did it? And Alec is kind of like, what, what is Herondale's going to Herondale? Like, it's Jace. <laughs> Jace is Jace. That is yeah. why. Duh, bro. Duh. Duh. Yeah. Literally in his DNA. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Simon kind of gets offended and he starts to question Izzy about why she didn't tell him all the shit was going down at the guard. And Izzy's like, "Ah, I just didn't want to freak you out. NBD player. And Alec is like, look, and he is so like, I don't, he's obviously running off of emotion right now because he's very worried about Jace. Izzy just blew up at Robert, which is why he was probably chasing her back to the resident, like the residence, like the inquisitor. I was going to say council. Sorry. But he's still like, he just calls Izzy on her shit, which I feel like the two of them would kind of play around the subject normally. Like if this, if they were in normal situations, I don't know if Izzy, if Alec would be like, hey, because she's like, look, if you're going to use Simon to forget about, you know, all of your issues that you're trying to deal with here. Um, like do it in your own bedroom. Like mm-hmm. I don't like you're using them as a distraction. Like I don't know why you're doing this here. Like right. yeah. go do that. You're somewhere acting else. a fool. <clears throat> and which is I don't want to say I don't want to use the term he's calling her on her shit because I think that this is Izzy's like that is her trauma response that she's trying to do. Mm-hmm. Yes, I agree, but I also think that Izzy knows. She's aware of this pattern of behavior that she has. Yes. And so once you're aware of it, then, yeah, you kind of, yeah. I mean, Alec is kind of doing what he needs to do by literally calling her out. Like, hey, you know this Uh about yourself and you're doing it anyways. And I'm, I'm, I want you to know that I see you and I don't like it. And so I'd like you to do it where I can't see you. Well, and right. I don't it's know. Disrespectful. Well, I don't. Yes. Well, and I don't know if he would have done that if he wasn't at uh-huh. like is like not. At I don't know. He's emotional, yeah. but like his like yeah. This stuff with Magnus that I'm sure he's worried about and Jace and everything. Like I don't know if he like. I'm glad that it gave him the kind of push he needed. Yeah. To call her on her shit. Yeah. Like I just I don't know. It's, it, we just. Baby Alec is growing up. I know. I know. He's becoming the Alec we know and love. Yes. He's figuring because it out. She, and he's doing it. Like, I feel like, depending on the person, like, Izzy needs to hear it that way. Yeah. I agree. And it kind of just needs to be nonchalant about it. And just be like, hey, bro, listen, fuckface. Like, this is not the time or She place. would never respect yep. you if you were trying to be nice about it. 
Uh-huh. Or very, like, mm-hmm. clinical yeah. psychiatry, sort of, like, she would not respond. No. So I'm, I'm just, I'm glad that it's happening. And their little, so Alec and Izzy's kind of moment of back and forth, Simon remembers Izzy running up to him and her eyes were shining. And he thought that they were tears of joy to see him again. <laughs> like, he thought that's why she was, like, just so happy to see him. She was crying. And then he realizes now that they were probably, like, unshed tears because she was upset. Uh-huh. Like, like, oh, I bet wow. you were actually upset at something, not happy to see me. Wow. <laughs> Is there a banana in your pocket? Yes. <laughs> And Isabel tells Alec, um, sorry, this was, that was, Simon's thought was kind of in the middle of their dialogue. So Izzy responds to Alec's, hey, do this somewhere else by saying, she's like, that's not what I was doing. That's not what this was. That's not the behavior. But Simon cuts in. He's like, yeah, right. You didn't say anything about Clary or Jace being in trouble. Like, you didn't tell me anything that was going on. Right, we're just standing here picking out clothes. You could have easily filled me in. Or when she saw her on the street, come back with me, whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Izzy tries to defend her position. She's like, well, you were none too eager to be distracted. Like, you were into this. And, um, like, of course she's defensive. Mm-hmm. Because she got called out, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So she's not thinking, like, she's not thinking very clearly. She's running off of emotion now. As well, which she was before, like she just screamed at her dad and stuff in front of everybody. Like this has just been a bear. This is a very no good, horrible, bad day for a lot of these people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And she feels attacked, obviously. So she starts kind of like messing with her hair, which is she's usually so collected. And especially with her appearance and stuff, it's Mm -hmm. very like you can tell she's agitated. Yeah. And she, like, throws it up in this bun and she goes to tell Simon that, like, maybe you should just go. And he, like, she snaps the necklace from, like, snatches it from around his neck. That ruby. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Her pendant. I was going to say danger detector. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, if the shoe fits. Right. The demon detecting pendant. And she's like, you know, I shouldn't have given this. You know, you just need to go. And Simon doesn't want to leave. And Isabel's like, I never should have given this to you. Like. So weird. Should not have done this. Because, and I feel like what she's saying, this is if I was Izzy. Or this is how I think she's feeling. The The necklace was obviously more than a necklace. Right. Mm-hmm. And it was a part of her saying, like, wait for me. Stay for me. I want you. This is a piece of me. Mm-hmm. Like, ma- attaching myself to you. And now, in this moment... It's my Letterman jacket. Yeah. Yes. We'll that. That's right. Yeah. Where she uh-huh. feels attacked, Simon is not defending her. Mm-hmm. He's siding with Alec. And so she's just like, you... Okay, fuck, I gave you my heart, and you're, like, not on my side. You're betraying me. Which right. is <clears throat> juvenile in the sense yes. of, you know... <laughs> but they are 17. Like, I can see her coming from this angle... She mm-hmm. needs to stop doing the behavior. And she she's a lot better at recognizing the behavior that she's doing when it's just her and Simon. And she's almost like, why the fuck am I doing this? Mm-hmm. But she's uh-huh. so, like, worked up right now. Obviously, she's not going to be 
having those moments of clarity. But I think yeah. she's just like, I shouldn't have given this to you. You fucking betrayed me. Well, yeah, that that dis- that defensive like posturing of like, oh, well, the second that I feel any sort of, in, uh, you know, inferenced rejection, I'm gonna come and take away the thing that I gave you and, you know, make it like, you know, she's for sure protecting herself. I don't, but I think. Izzy's smart. I know. I think she's really emotional right now. Um, and she's feeling like left out and that she would, she didn't get to go, but Jason Clary got to go. And, you know, there's all of these layers. Mm-hmm. But I mean, she's, I think when she takes a second and, and she, cause she knows enough about, she has enough self-awareness to know that both Alec and, Simon are right and they are doing it because they care about her and not uh-huh. not as an attack to her or to call her less than or or, or whatever. So mm-hmm. I think I think this is just like an emotional moment where she's having a reactionary response. I don't think this uh-huh. is a genuine Izzy response because if she had right. a minute to think about it, I really mm-hmm. don't think that she would be behaving like that. Well, and the moment she steps back to look at it, she's going to be like, oh, my God, I can't believe I did that. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like, why did I say you too when the guy said, do you want a coffee Enjoy or Enjoy your meal. Yeah, yeah, you too. Thank you. I couldn't think of a good uh-huh. example, but always coming in clutch, Amanda. Mm. So the necklace is scooped off of Simon's neck, and he tells her very sincerely that it saved her life. Like, well, you know, like basically, I'm glad you did. It saved my life. Which makes her pause, obviously. Mm-hmm. And they're uninterrupted for really, like, it, which I think is what we were just talking about. Her hearing that, that was her moment. was like, okay, I'm going to step myself out of this situation. I was, I'm worried what happened. Like, I think that's kind of like her hypnosis right. is over. The fingers mm-hmm. have been snapped sort of thing. But they, <laughs> the fingers have been snapped. Yeah. <laughs> when I snap my fingers, you will. Yeah. So um, they don't really get to talk about it much because Alec gets a surge in his parabatai area. I'm calling oh. it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Not to be confused with the jockstrap area. <laughs> yes, this general parabatai area. And he tells them something's wrong with Jace. And he puts his hand on his rune, and mm-hmm. his fingers come away with what looks like ash on them. And he tells them, like, they're back from the portal. And they're obviously, back. yes, obviously shit's Sorry. going down. And do you think he knows they're back because the connection feels stronger? Because it's like the further physically away they are, the connection feels okay. weaker. So now that he's back in Alicante, the connection feels stronger. Like, I feel like that's how it works, right? it has to be, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. He's just like, guess who's back? Back again. (laughs) And so we have a page break. Like, there's a little, like, physically a break in the page. But we are rejoined very shortly after with Simon. They've kicked it into gear. They're rushing down the streets of Alicante, Simon, Izzy, and Alec. And... Simon is remembering the aftermath from the war back in City of Glass. 
and they were all these shadow hunter bodies laying everywhere with like white silks over their eyes because they had died in the battle. And this time there's a bunch of bodies lying around, but they're in all kind of like states of like people are injured, people are dead, people are healing other people, and it's just chaos everywhere. And it's crazy. And so Izzy, they're all scanning the crowd for Jace or Clary, right? And mm-hmm. Izzy's tall, so she stands on her tiptoes, and she's, like, kind of looking for people. And then we see a bunch of side characters. Like, we see Kadir. There's some Shadow Brothers, as Amanda likes to call them. <laughs> Just different people. Just name drops, if you will, <laughs> basically. And Isabel notices that the lights are on at the Basilius, and mentions that Jace might be there if he's hurt. Like, hey, maybe we should check in the hospital for our hurt friend. Maybe he got an owie. They, yeah. Mm-hmm. And Alec Novel is in idea. grandma. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the, yeah, she's like, yeah, maybe if he's hurt. Like, And she says, if Jace is hurt, he might be there. And Jace is like, offended. Okay. <laughs> he's like, he's, uh, did I say Jace? Yeah, yeah. but... Okay, we sorry. Alec. Alec is offended. He's like, um, Jace is hurt. We are literally parabatized. Did you not see the ash coming off of my rune? And like, like this literally just happened three seconds ago. Like, I'm saying he's injured. He's injured. How dare you fucking question me and question our parabolove? Okay? Exactly. Don't fucking do that. Yes. He was so defensive about it. Like, excuse you. I, like, he takes the time out of them searching. Like, it was a good idea. And he was like, how fucking dare you, first of all? <laughs> yep. It's fuck that bitch and that click you claim. Yeah. Yes. Anyway, sorry. Sorry. Um, is he kind of like, I don't even think she has a reaction. I didn't even write it down. But the Lightwoods. So Alec and Izzy are like, yes, let's go to the Basilius. Let's do it. I have really great fucking ideas. And Simon wants to come along, but Isabel's like, mm, nephews only. <laughs> and <laughs> Simon has this like important inner monologue where he wants to try to connect with Alec, but he doesn't really know how. And I'm going to read it to you. And I quoteth, Simon wanted to say something to him, wanted to say that his best friend had also gone into the battle and was also missing. Wanted to say that he understood, but maybe you could only understand para uh, brotai. It's not what it says. We all know that, but it's going to. If you were a shadow hunter, he doubted Alec would even, sorry, he doubted Alec would thank him for saying he understood. Rarely had Simon felt so keenly the divide between Nephilim and those who were not Nephilim. And I mean, I feel bad. I don't know. Mm -hmm. That is all. Yeah. Okay. I had a hard time reading what I was writing right there. So Izzy and Alec head over to the Basilius. They leave Simon waiting on the street to like bask in the chaos that is the aftermath. When all of a sudden, out of nowhere. (laughs) Sorry, that's my Abby Lee impression (laughs) for the TikTok sound. Um... (laughs) He gets like this light voice coming up beside him, kind of like, and I'm imagining the voice trailing up his neck 
and then he has like goosebumps okay because that's how i feel it is and he's like do you think the nephilim would be like mad if we drank the blood from the dead bodies (laughs) and of course it's Raphael. he's just like "Uh, hey but he's like being fucking weird and whispering it to him (laughs) hey guy hey my guy This is Costco. This is the Costco for vamps. <sighs> Simon's reaction is like literally ew. Gross. Uh-huh. And Raphael's like, you know what? The recently deceased is not his favorite vintage, but it's like better than bottled blood. Like, wouldn't you agree? And I want you to know that I'm fully aware, but I just wrote an entire paragraph to you as a quoteth. But I can't not read this because I am Kristen and she is me and it's a Raphael quote so I fucking have to do it it. (laughs) you have an incredibly charming personality Simon said I hope someone's told you that Raphael snorted sarcasm he said tedious (laughs) (laughs) like like you would (laughs) like that is if that is not the most Raphael like Uh saying that's ever Raphael. It's like, I don't know what it is. A compliment about my personality? You must be lying. <laughs> I just, yeah. I love it. Sarcasm. Tedious. <clears throat> uh, Simon is, he's, he's big mad, obviously. He's very, I'm sure he's all the shit with Izzy. He's left out. Everything's crazy. And he tells Raphael to go ahead and drink the blood of the dead shadow hunters. They'll probably make it like five seconds. And Raphael's like, you know, this really looks worse than it is. Um, there's not really that many dead shadow hunters. Um, there's just a lot of people that are injured. And it's kind of like, it sucks, but it's also going to serve as a warning for the Nephilim what it means to fight the Undarkened. Like, now they yeah. know. Um, and Simon's kind of like, how could you even know that, Napoleon? Like, how do you know what happened? Like, how, like they arrived at the same time and I don't think it took Simon like and Isabel very long but Raphael just fucking has all the cheese me he knows all <laughs> the fucking deets okay Love and it. he basically Tyrion's him he's like I drink and I know things like that's my job I'm basically a cheese me queen okay it's what I was born to do maybe it's Maybelline maybe it's cheese me <laughs> and <laughs> so he ends up telling Jace that Simon, no, I said that wrong because I am excited. Mm-hmm. Raphael tells Simon that Jace is actually in the Basilius. He is there. And it seems like the heavenly fire are finally erupted in him. And he hurt himself and a silent brother. And Simon is like mind blown. And he asks if Jace is going to be okay. And where's Clary? And Raphael tells him not to put so much stock in wondering about the lives of mortals, but eventually ends up telling Simon to follow him. Like, he just doesn't even answer. He's like, follow me. And <laughs> like that. And on the way, like their walk, I guess, he starts giving him a rundown about what happened at the battle at the Adamant Citadel. Like, he tells them how the Shadow Hunters were hoodwinked into thinking there were only 20 warriors there. And Simon wants to know how they were able to pull one over on the Shadow Hunters. Like, how was Sebastian even able to do that? That yeah. shit is crazy. 
and Raphael reminds him that the Citadel is built on ancient ley lines, whose magic has been there, like, literally forever. Not all magic belongs to the Shadowhunters. There's shit they don't know about. Like, Shadowhunters didn't bring magic to this world. They're just using it as their purpose, usually with a warlock having to kind of be involved. Like, there's a bunch of shit they don't know. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, your 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 guys aren't as smart as you think they are. Mm-hmm. They basically turn a corner and Simon sees Clary on the ground. Her lips are blue. She's unmoving. She um, looks obviously like a like a hot freaking mess. And he sees her lying there, and his stomach kind of falls to the floor. Which, I mean, it's Raphael, so I wouldn't expect any less. But it's kind of shitty of him not to prepare Simon for what he was going to see around the corner. Yeah. Like, that sucks. He was just like, oh, yeah. Like, he saw Clary lying there looking like that. And he was like, yeah, come on. You want to know where Clary is? Follow me. Let's play follow the leader. Ta-da. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Not like, I know this is going to shock like you. It looks bad. <laughs> You'll be okay. It's fine. He's just like, no. I'm going to unveil the curtain. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> And he also sees Magnus standing over Clary. Sorry, Simon, obviously, because we're in his point of view. I lost my train of thought. There we go. And by train of thought, I meant my place in the document. Anyway, Magnus's hands are blue. So, you know, he's like doing some magic because that's his MO, right? That's his signature. Mm -hmm. And Jocelyn and Luke are there. And Jocelyn says Simon's name. But he can only like see her lips moving he can't really hear her because there's like a rush of blood in his ears and like the whole world's roaring and everything's just like gone fucking sideways for him and seeing clary on the floor makes simon go full jacob from twilight (laughs) and he starts using his supernatural (laughs) strength yeah he's like trying to run to her and get to her and He's like, but Luke catches him because he also has superhuman, supernatural, fucking praetor natural, if you will, strength. And Magnus is like, Simon, go away. This is really delicate magic. Okay. I'm like, I'm working on some shit here that's important. Okay. And I need you to fucking stop talking. It's the adult's time now. You need to step aside. Yes. Yes. But Simon's so enraged and upset. He can't think straight. So he's still, he's like trying to battle Luke to go run to Cleary. He's full Jacob. Okay. That is what has happened. He's gone full Jacob. And like he, I just, you see Magnus. I get it. I understand what the writing was trying to do or whatever. I get it. But he's still like raging against Luke's body. And Magnus is like, stop, bro. Like, dude, literally stop. And Simon ends up asking why Clary's not on the Basilius. Like, she's hurt. Why is she not in the hospital? And Luke finally gets him to listen. And he tells Simon that, um, like, what we know. Like, her energy is low from, like, this giant healing rune that she did. Um, She's not harmed at all. Her, you know, she looks like shit, basically, but like her body's physically intact. Uh, Magnus is trying to help her restore her energy. And he's literally the best person in the entire world to do that. Like, it's fucking mm-hmm. Magnus Bane. Yeah. Sit down. Um. Oh, 
I forgot to mention, literally, like I did again, during Simon's power struggle with Luke, he noticed Alec standing on the steps outside of the Basilius, and Alec totally saw Magnus and decided to just fucking run back inside. He was like, oh, fuck, gotta go. (laughs) Bye. I changed my mind. I don't care about what's happening. Uh Oh, gotta go. Uh Oh, gotta go. (laughs) Simon uh, is still searching for answers and asked about Jace, which Luke tells him the information we already know about the heavenly fire and how it ended up like rebounding on Sebastian. Like he just like Sebi got hurt, obviously, because he hit him and then it kind of like ran up the blade, if you remember. And then now it's Luke's turn and he starts asking questions like, why are you here instead of at New York? Like, why, why what are you doing here, kiddo? <laughs> and he's like, are you here because of Jordan? And Simon is like, no. What does that guy have to do with anything? And Luke gets a look, which um, Simon just knows is not a good thing. he's like this is not this isn't gonna end well for me (laughs) and (laughs) i'm gonna repeat i'm gonna probably repeat myself thrice through this last pack passage okay this seems so very unluke like to me not very much into this next moment but luke says i have something for you and he pulls the praetor lupus pendant out from his pocket and he's like, here, this is for you. And it's like flattened and it's stained with blood. And of course, Simon starts panicking. And he's like, why do you have it? Like, why do you have this? Why are you giving it to me? Like, what is happening? And Luke says, because Jordan wanted you to have it. And of course, Simon picks up on the past tense. And he's like, what do you mean wanted me to have it? And he's like, yeah, sorry, Jordan's dead. Yeah, sorry, Jordan died. And like, <sighs> this is not what trademark pending Daddy Luke. No. I, what are we doing? 100% do not believe this is how he would tell Simon about what happened to Jordan. No. Mm-mm. I mean, I guess I didn't write the book, so I don't get to say that that's not how he would do it. But no. Uh, again. Simon should feel like a son to him. Yes. If he doesn't, you're doing parenting wrong. Mm-hmm. You should have yes, enough empathy absolutely. and compassion for this child to be gentle. Uh-huh. Even just as a human. Yeah. I, okay. I guess Simon's not a human anymore, right? But know. still. But still. Like... That's just, I agree with you. That's not how Luke would have handled no. it. Listen, I don't know what the movie was because I don't remember. And if some, if you do, tell me. But there was a scene. I don't remember what it was about. But it was these families of people living on barracks during, I want to say it's World War II. Mm-hmm. And it's a bunch of families and their husbands are away at war. And the general, like, the first people that die, they just come over and, like, knock on the door and, like, just here's your husband's dog tags. And the lady it happened to was so upset about it, she started to go to the houses and tell the women herself. Because it was just so devastating for her, for them to just be like, here, 
Here's his necklace. Bye. I, I know dog tags aren't a necklace. Sorry. That was not. I was saying necklace as in the yeah. Peter pendant. It was right. confusing. But to me, it just feels very much like you have to know. Yeah. Uh-huh. You gots to gots to know. Luke has probably dealed with lots of death before. Mm-hmm. And hunting shadows and wolfing her out. Yeah, being a pack leader. Like, that is not how you tell somebody something. It's crazy. And of course... I'm like Luke knows Jordan was in charge of Simon's safety. And I don't think he knows that Simon got kidnapped. Like, I don't think he knows that Maureen kidnapped him and there was an attack and stuff. Mm-hmm. But not knowing that, you don't know why Simon's here. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have anything to do with Jordan. Maybe he's running away from something to Alicante and Jordan was in charge of him. Now Simon's going to feel guilty like he caused Jordan's death. You don't know right? that. Yeah, I don't Fucking know. Luke. I just... I don't... It's like... I don't know. I don't know. Just like, how 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 are we becoming so disillusioned? Like, our characters feel like they, they've they come full circle where they, they did all their development and they're starting to fall back into the old pitfalls again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, and it's, okay, one of the things I like about this book is it's, like, high plot. Very plot-driven. Yeah. It's exciting. Shit is happening from jump. Like, there's a lot going on. There's twists. There's turns. Like, yeah, you know, but it seems like I want that, and I want the character development and all of that to kind of stay, too, not one or the other. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yes. And so some of these scenes kind of seem like it's an afterthought mm-hmm. or not thought out as, okay, this is Luke's fleshed out character. Yeah. Is this what Luke is going to do? Or this is Alec. Right. You know, is this actually Alec, blah, blah, blah. I'm surprised that it never came up. You can't tell me that there aren't people reading these looking for situations like that here and there. I don't know. It just. <clears throat> yeah. I don't, I don't know. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that is all. Maybe Luke is just losing it, and he's just gassed. Yeah, I mean, maybe. Like, yeah, I maybe know. Luke's died. just tired. <laughs> yep. It's a lot of loss. Yeah. You know. I mean, he's yes, but to a child, like somebody who's just yeah. as a child, like come yeah. on. Yeah, I like I just... this. This is a Jocelyn response, not a Luke right. response. <gasps> Uh-huh. Ooh, yeah. Okay, yeah. Maybe Jocelyn is rubbing off on Luke and not in a good way. Right. We want the opposite. Wow. All right. Yes. A- AI has started uh, listening in on our conversation again. Mm-hmm. It's a good time. It doesn't do two thumbs up. Does it just do it if it's one? I don't know. I, I made a sad face and it did a thumbs down earlier. Yeah. So I don't know. Okay, so make sure that you read Chapter 9, The Arms You Bear, for next week's episode. (laughs) These goods. (laughs) For behind-the-scenes content and the latest updates, check us out on Instagram at Podcast. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.